Welcome to No Headed Humans First Podcast with Mouse, Gummy, Hello, Rilo, Hey, and Shinya. Hello. This week we're talking about strange alien stories, and we're going to be starting it off with the story of Tammy Stainfield. So, fun thing about Tammy Stainfield is I actually did a tech support call for her when I was doing internet tech support. And I was oh, yeah. on the phone with her for over an hour fixing her computers because she was trying to explain to me that the Japanese alien AI were inside of her computer and spying on her. The Japanese <laughs> How alien dare AI. they? <laughs> Jeez, dare they're they? taking over everything right now. God damn. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was on this phone with her trying to like reassure her that everything's cleaned up, it's working better, but she just kept on going. And then at the end of it, because I was so friendly with her and patient, she, of course, decided to plug that she was running for president back then. And she okay, I was going to ask you how you knew it was like the same person from the article that you did tech support for. So yeah, I'm it's... glad you specified. <laughs> because she actually told me to look up her website and to try to help support her campaign to become president. Um, aren't, weren't the aliens supporting her campaign, being in her computer? No, no, they weren't. They were trying to stop her. Um, her, the aliens and all of their lackeys, which, um, hold on a moment, I actually took notes of all of the people of the lackeys. Um, oh, I'm so interested. <laughs> the police, FBI, media, UN, the healthcare system, they were all perpetrating what she calls the science. Bro. Right. <laughs> she a flat earther or something too? Dude, the damn the damn fucking healthcare practicing science over here, guys. Yeah. You're <laughs> after my political campaign. <laughs> so while all of this was crazy, of course it actually got a lot worse back then. And mind you, this was actually this call was about a decade ago now. Um back then when I actually started looking it up and realizing like, oh no, she is actually very real about all of this which yeah that's yeah very big like paranoid delusions <laughs> which i do want to share one thing which i know the podcasts aren't going to be able to see this but i love this because when i looked her up today apparently um back in 2016 she walked up to a reporter on the street so if you guys could watch that youtube video real quick from general Oh, Jesus. They can practically feel the taxi drivers gripping the steer her steering face wheels in, in anticipation. Will there crazy. be a raid hike today or will there the not? Keep in mind, the last raid hike was back in 2005. And again, people are saying it could be about time for another one. The decision. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm online. That decision will be made at 10. We're live in Columbus Circle. Pix 11 News. <laughs> Definitely. What is she? A lot of odd things <laughs> uh, on live TV. You see a lot of odd things on Pix 11. You know, uh, maybe it was tongues. We don't know. Well, see, that's the thing about it. It's... She was missing her aluminum foil hat. Oh, geez. Mind control over here, dude. We know all about that in the aliens. Mind control. Brain and body science, or just the science as she calls it at certain points, is a technology that silence silence wow technology that silences blackmails and kills people like her um and what? is yes is, is this lady dead I no she's know. alive she's alive um okay. 
it is main, mainly perpetrated by NATO, um, NATO military stations that are set up globally. And she could hear everybody else that is being attacked by the science right now. Um, or as she calls them, brain occupiers. So that's really interesting. I wonder if they've ever done like a, a like looked into what she was saying. Like, oh, I know this many people are are occupied right now. Like, go talk to them. They'll tell you the same thing. You know. Dude, this, I don't think yeah. so. I don't think there's this, this, anybody this, to corroborate the idea. Wait, no, I'm, just I'm saying, sorry. Like, if she's there saying, is. like, I know these there people. Actually, no, right? there is. There is actually people that corroborate the whole thing. Um, really? Yes. Uh, see, there is Jimmy yeah, Shaw of, of Sacramento, California. Jared Launer, um, who shot a U.S. Congresswoman in Arizona. Um... Right. Ronald Morgan, Richard Scott Brommers, who was arrested in 2000 and has been in a uh, mental health institution basically since. Um, now, are these people that she listed as no, this possible is... occupiers, or these people are just being like, oh, yeah, oh, no, no, that's no, no. totally something I've heard of, too? No, these are people that some a list that somebody else actually put together okay. when I was reading into this. The people that she says that she's hearing um, in her head and that are also being occupied by the same system are Bill Clinton, Reggie Jackson, uh, who else? I have a list. <laughs> um, Where's my list? <laughs> yeah, I... Because uh, she has these video clips where she's speaking in tongues, but she thinks she's actually talking in a, another language when she's doing it. And but every now and then she'll speak in English. Oh, where are the other people? I know that, that sounds there's other like people. my father. How did this he's one super religious? Happen? So whenever he's like, "Oh, God is speaking through me," mm. and suddenly it's tongues. That's Baptist, Ooh. right? That do that, or is that a different one? I always, I always mix those he's up. He's all over the place. Mm. I'm uh... not saying it's aliens, but aliens, right? <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, what I've heard so far is we can base, like, Half-Life 3 off this woman right now. <laughs> oh, and that's another thing that I was a little bit confused about at first, is because she, she's speaking gibberish, which she thinks is Japanese at most points. And then every oh, now and then, she has the word Jew or Jews slide in there, and she makes, like, a slicing motion with her hand. And I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on oh, here? Lady? Yeah, like, there is there, like, an anti-Semitic thing going on here? So I had to, like, <laughs> look into, like, the whole alien thing a bit more to figure out, like, also, why does she keep saying that? And I finally found where she got most of her explanations. Hitler having an alliance with a bunch of aliens. Um, oh. And that apparently... Basically, Hitler has an, has an alliance with certain aliens to try to rid the world of the Jews who are actually evil aliens that are trying to control the world. They actually think that Jews are an evil alien race and that Hitler was trying to get the aliens off of our planet. Hell, mm. dude, this, you know what this sounds like? Um, uh, what's that like crazy um, group of people during uh, the whole crumb thing where it's like oh they're the jewish people are building giant space lasers to yeah the, the lizard people the lizard people <laughs> theory oh you haven't heard yeah. that 
No. Oh, oh it's QAnon, isn't it? It's it, QAnon. Q, that Q, that. The, the, the person that made up the main, like, the majority of the theories of QAnon is the same person that made up all of that stuff. Um, but people okay. actually believe it. It's a global cult. It has, like, well over 100,000 members to it. It believes that there's lizard people under the Earth's crust, and they put on human faces, and they're trying to control it, and the Earth is a center of a huge galactic war, and basically we're like a key strategic point, and there's two bad alien races, and then one good alien race that's actually trying to protect us, because the two bad alien races are both trying to get Earth to harvest it for its resources and use it as a strategic point against the other one. Meanwhile, the lizard people are allied allied with the um with the bat with one of the bad races. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the QAnon people believe that um, Biden's a lizard person, the leader of the lizard people, of course, and um, Trump has been trying to fight the lizard people. And I actually talked to uh, one of these guys. Uh, uh, um, I think I've no. told. Yeah, yeah. He uh, I call him the Mad Hatter because. He also believes oh, that it? Mercury. Yeah, is this the, yeah, is this the yeah. guy that you uh, you met in like the supermarket? No, no. I actually was talking to him out in the middle of the woods. To be honest with you. Oh. What <laughs> were you doing in the middle of the woods? I talked oh, to him. <laughs> it's another story, but I talked to him for over five hours, and I didn't shut him down because I wanted to hear more. <laughs> oh God. But I call him the so Mad Hatter. The I call him the Mad Hatter because he because he said that Mercury is a magic metal that actually opens portals to other worlds and that's why the government doesn't want you touching it and he went on to tell me that he was trying to build a scepter using mercury to make the portals so <laughs> he actually has mercury poisoning <laughs> like he's okay. told me that he has handled mercury to open portals <laughs> and he has mercury poisoning so he's actually he's a mad fucking hatter um but yeah, he told me that uh, the tents for the pandemic that were set up in um, in Central Park in New York City were not actually hospital tents. They were actually tents to set up, set up because there was the main tunnel entrance for the city to the lizard people den, and they had kidnapped 25,000 children. And Trump had led an elite squad to get the children back, and when they brought them out, they used they used set up and used those tents to reacclimate those children back to society and their families. My god. <laughs> and this is actually something that QAnon people believe. Um, I, I yeah. have a question, though, the magic metals. Did he ever bring anything up about lead? No, he didn't. Damn. Cause but... I was going to say, dude, that's a super metal. Um, the, uh, the superpower it gives you is permanent nerve damage. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah. vouch for that personally. <laughs> well... Uh, no, but he, did, he, did, he didn't tell me that scepter that he was trying to build was uh, something that the ancient Egyptians developed. And he knows this because time goes in a circle that eventually we are going to become the ancient Egyptians. And the proof of that is emoji. Emoji? emoji. Like hieroglyphs? No, he just said emojis. Oh, okay. That, 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 that's the proof of it. Because we are now going, in, well, I mean, yes, hieroglyphs, we, we are, but our emojis are going to turn into hieroglyphs, and then it's going to actually circle back around, and we will actually be, not like as in like, <laughs> ancient pyramids, here's a poop emoji. 
<laughs> as in like he actually yeah as in he actually thinks that we are going to be back at that point and we will become right. them not as in like history repeats itself but as right. in like we will literally be them <laughs> but maybe we already have yeah, yeah over and over again i have so many stories about that guy but that's not the topic of this podcast so <laughs> almost sounds like it might be yeah we can bring this guy back up later in a different podcast <laughs> man but the the aliens that uh or the the alien theory that tammy stainfield was working off of was uh pretty crazy and it actually has a decent following to it most of them are nazi sympathizers and uh yeah they apparently believe that there was a all right so there was a sci-fi story or fiction story that was actually written by an austrian man right mm -hmm. yeah now it was supposed to be fiction but the nazi sympathizers thought that because he was jewish that he was trying to push that this actually happened in the Holocaust. It's a story about a bunch of Jewish people that escape the Nazis and then find wolves and start living, these kids, and start living and are raised by wolves. But eventually they're caught back by the Nazis and are murdered out of experiments through masturbation machines. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which these conspiracy sites you you do you know the um you know the hookups that go on to uh cows to milk them i literally yeah. that was the first thing i thought of <laughs> the conspiracy sites actually have pictures of old one of those and they claim that they hooked those up to jewish people to masturbate them to death oh my really <laughs> now it was like a really stupid book mind you but the Nazi sympathizers took it as serious and they took it as, you know, the Jew the alien Jews trying to slander the Nazis. Um, so this is an actual line that I'm reading right now. Um, I do not think that our alien overlords would care much about chopping our son's dicks off and forcing us to believe that six million Jews were masturbated to death in Poland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually because yeah because that's a normal statement um they probably want to mine our planet's resources and would need slave laborers so logically we can give them the blacks and browns and the entirety of africa so they could call it a day this is the conspiracy sites writing i mean wow. just like absolutely <laughs> insane so they think that like we're going to hand over the evil jews and then also well all black people of course that way in trade-off of getting rid of them um to this superior alien race right but donald trump is uh working against the lizard people he isn't one of them they also said well this guy's story is obviously falsified and just com a complete hoax the nazis never would do that and plus australia is nowhere near europe because they don't understand the difference between austria you say austria okay and australia right. they literally don't think there's a difference they think that austria is short for Australia. <laughs> and it's not just this one website. Like I went through different websites and forums and everything, and all of them actually use that as like a proving point. And it's a whole bunch of people that don't understand the difference between Austria and Australia. <laughs> they have an entire internet at their hands. Use well, it, people. What, what I imagine happened though, is like some game of fucking telephone happened, right? And 
they're just like, dude, it's it's not Austria, it's Australia. I, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that just became the new fact. Dude, <laughs> people no will believe about. anything, though. Like, I... So the story that I have is Demi Lovato um, apparently has been enlightened. Did you guys know this? No. She has apparently seen inner peace and inner truth. And that truth is if 1% of the population meditates, we can make contact and force our government to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life among us. And she believes it so much that she made an app <laughs> with this guy who is apparently a ufologist, which I didn't even know existed. <laughs> right. Yeah. To oh, make man. an app that has instructions and tools to assist you in making peaceful contact with these alien civilizations. Okay. Uh, the, you, can, the... you can get this app for a low, low price of thirteen ninety nine. By the does way, it, does it also come with my uh, patent pending uh, Bluetooth uh, tinfoil hat? Uh, it does not. No, that's additional. Uh, that's probably a surcharge. Um, right. And, and she said, charges. she says, P.S. If it doesn't happen on the first try, keep trying. It took me several sessions to tap into a deep enough level of meditation to make contact. So not only is she saying that it's possible, but that she has done it. Damn. Right. <laughs> You know, that's actually, uh, going back to the QAnon and uh, the lizard people thing, that's actually part of their belief system. And uh put it short, my, I guess you'd call her my step-aunt, but my stepmother's sister um, is part of that whole wacky lizard person cult deal. And really? she uh, spent thousands of dollars to fly to Greece for all of them to meditate together to... Heal the planet, and basically, yeah, with the whole thing with the government was all a part of the meditation process. And she spent like over a month there meditating with her guru, ufologist, human thing. Um, yeah, yeah, which is great because I, I looked up. Uh, that was back when I first looked up that religion because I'm like, wait, what's happening? Because she spent a lot of money to go there and do all of that. Um, yeah, and. Uh, they actually claim to have a secret headquarters, this cult, and they, I, I wish I could find it right now, but I mean, it would take me a bit of searching. But the best thing is, is that they have a picture of their island where they're headquartered, and it is like a very badly rendered 3D image. Like, this is supposedly an actual picture, but it's like RuneScape level of rendering. <laughs> like, really oh old <laughs> 90s 3D rendered terrible <laughs> dude time to 3d render my own island and say i own it real quick right. <laughs> well there have been um so this app is called ce5 contact and it's actually 9.99 on the app store right now instead of 13.99 oh, damn, uh, wow. right what a deal it's on sale and it has 134 ratings, and it has a 3.9. So, I mean, it's got pretty good reviews, man. But they've got all sorts of different things. Like, they're selling, uh, they've got an equipment list for sitting outside. Binoculars, chairs, warm clothes, so that you can sit out. And uh, contact work can be done with just a chair and a quiet night. Mm. They have wow, old school that way. They have different categories. UFO research, 
uh, I ET control, control and secrecy, consciousness and the universe. No. And uh, like I said, it's got good reviews. Like surprisingly of course it does though because the thing is is that like anybody that actually spends the money in the first place it could even be a dollar 99 but anybody that spends the money in the first place actually thinks it's going to work because why spend 10 bucks on something you don't think is going to work right so of course i mean sorry most no you go 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 it's good i was about to say this is giving me ideas for my own business here dude you pay me two grand uh i will fly anywhere out in the world and I'll abduct you in the middle of the night and waterboard you. I mean, you won't know that you're being waterboarded because I'm going to be flashing bright lights on your face the oh, whole that's time. that's nice. Wearing a gray suit while I just pour water in your face and with a towel there, dude. Probe's <laughs> optional. Yeah. Uh, nah, nah. I'm, you I'm know, not looking for some there sexual are people, assault allegations. There are people <laughs> with alien abduction fetishes, though. You actually probably can make a lot of money doing that. You um, know? But it can't be you a could fetish. Be a, you could be, be a, crazy people. But you could be a space hooker, Gummy. You could be a space hooker. <laughs> I could be a space hooker. Yo. <laughs> well, so like, uh, you Take know. Take that out. What do you do for a living? <laughs> oh, you know, I abduct people and I, I give them a good time and then I send them back home. Consensually. Consensually. Just, just a few me. marks. <laughs> well, I mean, no. but like people like my step aunt, for example, you know, which who she believes in all of that stuff that the app's talking about. She's just like, they look, they try really hard to look for things to confirm what they believe in. But on top of that, they're also very gullible. And mind you, she's not a terrible person, but she is extremely right. gullible. There was actually a video on YouTube. It was a parody video. Um, because you know the whole thing about like Disney like drawing dicks and things like that into their movies? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a parody video where there was it was interviewing these these guys saying that oh well my job title was actually penis drawer at Disney and they would bring me into different movies and shows and I would just draw you know dicks wherever I could hide them and that was my full job and this is <laughs> well, this interview is obviously a parody and I posted onto Facebook this was a while back but I posted on oh, Facebook oh god I already LOL. know where this is going <laughs> and she said be proof we knew we all knew it was a thing and she just completely with it and i'm trying to like tell her like you know it's a joke and she's like no this is real these are actual <laughs> interviews and it's like one of the cards you know at the bottom of the you screen you wonder how these the people manage and... to like survive on their own in the real world i know right i mean like i, I just like how did you how do you not know that things like that are parodies like one of the guys job titles was just um that he just drew the hair on testicles. <laughs> that was his Very job. Very detailed. That was his job. <laughs> and she's just like, yep, that 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 sounds right. That checks out. Yep, <laughs> checks definitely, out. dude. <laughs> oh, man. I know all about that one, you know? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, actually. Um, I actually do believe in aliens. I just don't believe in 99.9% .9 of alien stories. The right. reason I that... believe in the possibility that we're not the only ones that exist in the world because that would be pretty self-centered you know but logically it would make sense other things exist elsewhere well here oh, yeah. here's the deal i'm going to tell you about an experience i had right it's not going to be on any the tier of any of the stories that we've been talking about but this is something that actually happened to me back in high school now my house behind it was actually all cornfields for miles just Farm after farm after farm of cornfields. And Very there was cliche. one point. Yeah, eh, it is what it is. I mean, 
<laughs> when you're in hillbilly backcountry New York, that's just what you get. Um, but, you know, I end up being called over, or we all end up being called over, because my mom is looking back there, and in the distance are these lights spinning around in the sky. And they're not like, as in like, okay, one circle going in, you know, spinning, but they're just like darting around each other. And it didn't make sense how they were moving. And of course, we were trying to come up with like logical explanations of like, maybe they're search helicopters. So we turn on the news and we're trying to see like, is somebody missing? Is something going wrong? We're not finding anything. It's working into the night. I go to bed. My mom and stepfather stay up watching the TV. Get up the next morning and I say, so did you guys see anything on the news about search helicopters or something? And they say, what are you talking about? The thing is, is that this was basically our whole evening, was the whole family on the back porch looking at these lights and trying to figure out what the fuck they were. And then the next morning, I was the only person that remembered it. Hmm. So it was really weird. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just really weird. It's, not, it's something that I can't let go of. It's like, why I mean, did nobody there, else? I had two siblings, and then, you know... But is there a chance it could have been like a dream, though? Right, that's no. what I'm thinking. I mean, did I, you? It's just that you, was that were was. Were you the only evening. one that wore your aluminum foil hat that night? <laughs> I I just I went to sleep normally. There was nothing special about it, and it really was. It was our evening, you know. I mean, that's so, a little weird. Yeah, I mean, that's the only like type of alien-ish experience that I could say. But then again, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a dream. And, you know, it, we are talking about 20 years ago at this point. So, may, I don't know. Maybe it was a dream. But I've never, like, seen aliens or anything. It's just there was those lights and never had an explanation for it. So I'm definitely open to the concept of there being aliens. I'm just not open to the concept of them, uh, you know, all of the wacky really theories. <laughs> no, so you're you not, think not aliens into the whole have, the have, like, mind-controlling or at least mind-wiping abilities? You ever watch Doctor Who? I have. Of course, yeah. Do you know um, how they have the perception filter on the key and on the TARDIS so that, like, people just kind of disregard it? Okay. Yes. That's kind of my theory. I mean, it's not that it's really mind-wiping. I just feel like it's a type of thing where it's... People are less apt to notice something that is so abnormal that they can't comprehend it overall. And well, then they kind of tend to push it out of their memory after that. So I think it's kind of like a perception filter type of deal. Um, I don't think it's really real mind thing. erasing. There's okay. a real thing, though, that's like that. Like um, Disney in their go-away green color. They have a color specifically that it just blends into everything that you just ignore that it's there. Right, I've heard of that. Yeah. They have another one, too. It's, um, it's a blue, and I don't remember the exact name of the blue. But uh, and it, and it, it's the same kind of thing. It's just supposed to blend into either the scenery or the sky so that you don't pay attention to it. Well, it also yeah. makes sense instinctually, you know, when we're thinking about what where our species comes from. When you have, like, certain colors like that green and blue, that those natural shades in a large amount, I don't think that instinctually we're really supposed to notice that type of thing. It just kind of, our eyes just kind of glaze over it, you know? Yeah. It just kind of um, falls into the background of everything. Yeah, it's not like we don't know it's there. It's just for us, it's just not important to really ever take note of. Um, yeah. 
but yeah and i think it's kind of it's just kind of like that you know we we grow up with certain expectations and you know what we think is okay with all of it and when certain things that are so abnormal end up happening it's kind of like our own built-in perception filters and I, mean, I wouldn't even say it's even exactly a technology i think that it's also just part of what we are as a species just trying um, to explain things in any way that we can like oh i'm sure it was actually just this or this it's like uh our minds are set to uh see faces and things i don't remember what it's called but uh Oh, we yeah, we tend yeah. to pick out faces into like everyday objects and everything like that. So you, all those like you know, I saw I saw Jesus in the in the potato chip. Yeah, wasn't it like a piece of toast that sold for like tens of sold for tens of thousands of dollars or something that had Jesus on it? <laughs> I, okay, so I I was I was thinking that it was a piece of toast also, I but I wasn't toast. really sure. Well, Jesus has been on a lot of things apparently a lot, and most of it food. Usually food. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. always food. Because I mean, I I grew up in a uh, in a very Catholic family, and actually when I was young, probably like eleven years old, um, my grandmother put me in the car, and I didn't know where where we were going or why. But we ended up sitting in the car for like six hours as we drove. And then I finally was told once we arrived why we were there. And it's because apparently a church had a leak. It made a giant watermark on their wall because they hadn't repaired their roof. And people claimed that that leak was had Jesus's face in it. And oh. that leak was quote unquote weeping it's a fucking leak in the roof it makes sense that it's fucking weeping um but it's giving miracles because of that it's gotta drink the water the so, lead filled water real quick yeah that was a whole day of mine as a kid was um was being brought down to pennsylvania to look at the uh watermark on a did wall it, did it look like jesus though no no oh. <laughs> <laughs> no it did not Aradolia. Is that what the, uh, is that what it's called? Seeing faces yeah, pareidolia is like seeing faces in inanimate objects. Like the idea that the human brain is developed to pick up social cues, even from inanimate objects. Yeah, uh, I think it's mainly because humans want to give character to everything that they possibly can. So if you got a face on, it's like easy <laughs> i know i've definitely like looked at a car and been like oh look at that car he's so happy like look at those headlights and that like grill like that's a well, smiley I mean, car i mean how often <laughs> do you yell at an inanimate object because you got mad at it for something like a seatbelt not clicking into place or something like that right <laughs> how dare you i have to be honest i um kind of lost track of uh because we've gone off on tangents on uh who's told the story <laughs> and who hasn't now <laughs> the aliens did it they the aliens off did track it. to stop talking about them it's the only thing that makes sense um I'm not saying it's aliens but aliens i haven't told the story yet <laughs> yeah okay all right uh but sorry shinian and gummy have you guys told yours yeah. shinian said told yeah. yours. gummy did you I, say yours i have not no you have not so i know shinian did no. okay all right yeah. uh Riloco, do you want to go next, or Gummy, do you want to go? Sure, uh, I can go. Hey. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, like I said, uh, I was saying earlier, though, but there's there's a lot of uh, DNA extraction stories out there. Uh, the story I found is from a guy over in England, part of the Labour Party Council. He's a Labour Party counselor for an English town. And according to him, his, his confession came in 2012, but it started with him admitting that his real 
more important mother was a nine-foot-tall, green-skinned alien woman. Oh. Damn, dude. He clapping <laughs> alien cheeks out here? Yeah. So, <laughs> not sure how she, being nine-foot, and him, you know, being so much smaller, where they extracted the DNA of the human part of him. But obviously, the father was not very tall. Right. But uh, he explained that he, he'd known for a long time, and things escalated when he was 11 years old. Uh, that's when his alien mom picked him up for a trip on her spacecraft. Oh. Where did they go? So, Family vacation. Did it say where they you went? You know, it, it didn't say where they went, just that he uh, he's basically in the middle of a deal that arranged for contact between humans and aliens. Wow. But that's... You know, Still not even the end of his story. But you yeah. know, here's the deal: is that I have to call bullshit on this story, <laughs> right? Because I have to draw the line where you go on vacation with an alien, but you don't say where you went. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it is. Like you, well, the rest of it's spokesperson for Earth. The rest of it's completely reasonable. But I mean, you know, you have to say where you went on vacation. Otherwise, it's just a lie. <laughs> Honestly, your mom's not there for 11 years. She comes, picks you up. You think you're going to go to Disney World on Jupiter, but you don't. What? <laughs> oh, you say he, like, admitted. Was he being arrested for something? No, no. He, he was uh, basically just letting a paper know, uh, according oh, to okay. the Guardian paper. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah also reported that he now does regular liaisons with an alien woman, and he calls her the cat queen. <laughs> so I, I don't think she's very much of an alien, more of just a very big cat person. Uh, but those liaisons resulted in a daughter they named Zarka. And he added, uh, my wife found out about it, was not very happy, clearly. Does cause a few problems, but it's not on a human level, so he doesn't see anything wrong with it. Wait, you telling you telling me he cheated? He cheated on his Earth wife with like space women, and, right? With, with an his... alien woman that that he called Dude, the Cat Queen. That, that sex must have been out cat of this queen. world, though. Hey. <laughs> oh, Bazinga! I'm gonna die for that one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it so doesn't even his... come into effect on his uh, government official works either. So, is his um... daughter Zarka? Is she uh? humanoid is she living on earth do we know anything about the it doesn't go into enough detail with it no Dang, i'm so curious I yeah i was trying to find more information about this guy's story but there there wasn't a whole lot raised after by the humans by the aliens like does he get visitation rights <laughs> does he get visitation rights <laughs> does he have to pay alimony like i'm so so many questions oh man you're still Liz, nothing to me. <laughs> Liz with his, his, his human wife, I'm sure, because that's why she's not very happy, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the fact that she's still with him, what does I mean? It's interesting why would you want to so, stay on it's, it's so interesting that, you know, we have so many advanced uh, alien races that end up coming and being like, hey, stupid monkey people, we, we need your semen, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> we want we want that part of your DNA. We sure. want to make hybrids. Yeah, cause sure because sure we're, we're advanced, making but the dumbest not... <laughs> zoo out there right. and we need you. <laughs> okay. What what about this though? What if it was from you know, tying in uh Moses' story with this takes the QAnon people, you know, the believer and the good aliens and the bad ones, right? And they're like, We know that the bad aliens are gonna win here, so let's start collecting DNA and cloning them onto a different planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll tell them that's our shit. planet, but really, we're going to be on this other planet. You know, I, I would understand that, Gummy, but at the same time, if we're going to have the, you know, the Nazi aliens as well, then why are the bad aliens also collecting our sperm 
Well, yeah. uh, dude, maybe to enhance themselves, but I'd imagine we're weaker than them if they do be if they're doing fucking space travel. Right? Have right. you ever played Spore? It's just like that. You know, while I ended up actually hitting uh, a lot when looking up these things was I found like the beginnings of a lot of really good stories that I wanted to read more on. But the only way to actually read more about this story is to buy my book. Um, (laughs) Just so many people selling books about their alien stories. And you can't, you don't get to know really too much about it. That's called science fiction. Yeah. You know, this is the thing, right? Is we we should us us four should write a book right and see if we can get on the number one fucking top trending with this stupid book that is just made up fake alien story like pastafarian yeah dude like <laughs> we'll just come up with our own religion our own like solar system Nah, that's how it escalates into a cult what i would... can't handle a cult well okay we cult, don't... cult work is just <laughs> too much unhappy. for me <laughs> Rilo, we don't actually have to do anything with the cult. We just have to make the book to start the cult, and then somebody else will take lead, you know? Right. We'll it'll just, it'll we'll blow up on the its profits. own. Yeah. <laughs> but then somebody's got to bring the Kool-Aid, and they're going to ask me where I got the Kool-Aid, <laughs> and I'm going to like, I don't know. We could, we could even like, you know, because a lot of books are give, they're done with pen names, right? But since it'll be written by multiple authors, we could do the pen name The Council. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Written by Maybe the council the... and we just collect you have... And you have a few <laughs> you have like a few stories in there that all kind of tie in together to lead to like one big story. Right. <laughs> we we would have to do more research on it because a lot of these things like if we have like a little bit of this conspiracy theory and a little bit of that one, one it's imaginary work that we don't have to do, you know, somebody else imagined up the stuff for us. Right. But two That's easier. Somebody else, you know, the people, the crazy people reading it will be like, oh, I've been believing I've this, this for years. This is definitely right. accurate, you know? So the rest <laughs> yeah. of this must be wow. true, too. Yeah. <laughs> Good old conspiracy theorists. I do want to bring up, because Gummy over here is a Canadian. Do you know who, and I might be mispronouncing this, Paul Hellier is? Uh, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Uh, who are they? He was a Canadian Minister of Transport, a senior minister, a Minister of National Defense, a member of your Canadian Parliament, twice in two different places. Basically, from 1949 to 1969, he was one of the lead people in Canada, and he's currently still a member of the Queen's Privy Council for Canada. I don't know what the hell that means. Maybe you do. Um, Canuckian. I have no clue. <laughs> I can give a good guess on it, but bro. <laughs> well, uh, considering all of his positions and everything, right? Yeah. I then want to note that with an interview that he gave in 2014, he said that there's at least four species of aliens that have been visiting for thousands of years. Most of them coming from other star systems, although some are living on Venus, Mars, and Saturn's moons. And according to them, they don't think we are good stewards of our planet. Direct quote. Fair enough. Neither do we. It's not wrong. (laughs) Him and the head of Israel's space program, Professor Hiam Ashed, have been uh, talking a lot Mm. to each other because according to Hiam Ashed and him, they have then talked to aliens while working their positions in government 
And um, they say that not only is the American government in contact with aliens, but the aliens advise President Trump not to reveal their existence in case of mass hysteria. Hmm. So yeah, that is, uh, those are Israel and uh, one of Canadi Canada's uh, top officials Can Canada? there. Canada's. <laughs> Canada's. Yeah, is that why Trump I'm tried so to start Space Force? Yo, dude, he about to well, I know there was a, like a big, wasn't there like a big release <laughs> of UFO government information right around um, the time of the Area 51, like... So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, right, yeah. I know there they was another UFO thing just recently, a couple days ago, um, but when Trump was in office, there was this big, like, release of information, right? Yeah, and I, I find this hilarious, right? Because it was literally proven that... Uh, at least the major video that everyone was like, this is aliens, like right. this, this big, you know, F-18 or whatever fucking jet it was, saw this because, you know, be, those planes travel fast. We, we all know this, but okay. it was a Canadian goose that was caught on that video. <laughs> and I think it was, and it was proven because uh, Canadian goose, I believe, fly, I think it's like 10, 20,000, like, um, kilometers up or something like that. They they're fucking in the sky. I don't quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent sure. I might be wrong. Just don't quote. But, fucking but in high. the sky. They're high. But, yeah. No. They're you do not see them when they fly. Okay. And um, these planes fly much higher than them. And you know what happens when you have a really far object from you? You know, you're driving past it. That object uh, will appear as if it's moving at the same pace as you. And it doesn't matter. And it, it's been proven because you literally in the video, you see this big fucking bird flapping its wings up and down as it's moving. <laughs> I mean, yes, I understand where the, the, well, uh, the pilot of that plane got confused because he's doing a lot of shit. If you've ever been on those planes, there is so many screens and buttons to be pressing while you're operating them. <laughs> Well, I mean, another thing with that is that, I mean, UFO research has existed for a long time because there actually are UFOs that are terrestrial. Um, and, like, if you actually exactly. talk to certain ex-military generals, I don't know if you've ever looked into spy satellites, Yeah. but Russia and China have actually made it made spy satellites. One of them, so Russia... So the States, though, too. Yeah, so, so is the States. But when I'm, when I'm talking about, um, I, I guess I should I say, counter-spy satellites... So we're not yeah. just talking about a satellite that spies, but we're talking about satellite, satellites that actually destroy other satellites. China's, oh, okay. China's very first one was actually just a satellite that just had a robotic arm that would just fly up to one, one of the United States' satellites, and it would just slap it. <laughs> and that's all it needed it because those things, those things are sensitive. They need to maintain their orbit. And they don't really have that much fuel, because once you get it in orbit, you only need a small amount to direct it down and keep it into right. orbit. So China yeah. developed one, it's one of its first ones, just flew up alongside and just went whack, and then the, our satellite would go and be fucked. Um, Russia actually developed one of the most advanced ones, though, because that one actually was able to basically fly as if it was a fighter jet and move around satellites to try to avoid cameras and things like that as it was destroying other satellites. And those are things that have actually Ooh. been going. Um, another thing is that nuclear weapons, they've actually developed nuclear weapons now, 
that could fly at hypersonic speeds. Yeah. Um, and because of that, during testing of those things and so on, there was a lot of like UFO sightings because Russia did it, US, the U.S. did it. And now, I mean, you have to think there's a lot of testing going on during that stuff. So, I mean, when the U.S. sees a UFO, they do report it because very likely is actually another country's. Um, well, exactly. And, yeah. Um, like, and, and the military says all the time, they don't deny UFOs exist. But the reason is, is because UFOs don't just pertain to aliens. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't any... mean alien. It means it's unidentified. unidentified. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I can I can literally hop in a Cessna, remove the um all the flight instruments out of it, and the only way you'd be able to pick me up is on a radar. And yeah. I I am now just a UFO. I'm an unidentified flying object. Well, and in most cases, dude. That's probably a probably a drug runner, so you better shoot it down. <laughs> I, I I'd hate to keep on bringing this back to Nazis, but the majority of these, <laughs> the majority of alien theories actually did start during World War II. So a lot of it ends up tying back there. And then you also had a lot of research that was going on at that point. Well, flying saucers actually was something that was started by the Nazis because Hitler wanted to have his patrol on these platforms that would just float around cities. That's something that yeah. he thought that he could do. Well, of course, once we defeated them, they did do a lot of research on it. Never got anything functional, of course. But we, the U.S., did actually take in some of the scientists. So Boeing actually started um, working on some of that stuff. And they yeah. got a little bit further because the concept of having a frisbee that could fly on long distances where the Nazis, they just actually just had a platform with jets on the bottom. You had no sense of control, and every time they tried it, it just crashed and burned. Um, and then I, uh, I forgot the name of the company, but there was actually an aerospace company in Canada, a private one, that actually then bought up the patents for it. They worked on it for a long while, and they actually got something that was semi-functional. And then once they got something that was semi-functional, the American military actually bought out the rights on it. Hmm. And that makes sense. I know that the, the uh, funny US thing military is... did make a flying uh, saucer. Um, it was it was basically just research and uh, like, in this is this object good enough to fly? But realistically, like. They scrapped the whole entire project as soon as it got off the ground. Like it, 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 it flew, and then they're like, "Okay, this is we've done it." Like it's, well, it's see, so that's, useless. Though that's one of the things is that actually when they per that when they bought it out because what Area Fifty One is is it's a testing facility. Yeah. And actually, after they bought the like not too long after they bought the rights out from that Canadian company, all of a sudden you had sightings here in the U.S. of things by Area Fifty One. And it's like, well, you do have all of a sudden the back, the research backing of a whole government. So it well, took off a little bit. And then, yeah, I think that they got to a certain point and then either they got good at hiding it or they did just walk away from it. Um, but I do think that the majority of those UFO sightings from back around then are actually either something else or it's just the U.S. military fucking with that patent. But... LSD. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I mean LSD was uh, definitely a factor for a lot of those sightings, <laughs> I think. But well, there, I, you know who Bob Lazar is, right? No, uh, no. never heard of him. Okay, so Bob Lazar, uh, he was a 
nuclear. I think he was a nuclear um, physicist who he basically did a lot of nuclear stuff, and he was hired by the. Or I'm I'm gonna say he was hired by the you know the U.S. government to work at Area 51. Uh, there is nothing backing that up besides the fact that like he didn't work for I think it was, I think it was like 40 years or some bullshit like that, and or like 20 years maybe. But um, it he never worked, but he had a perfect house and was perfectly fine. But uh, he confirmed that Area 51 was t uh, testing. Um, flying saucers out and stuff and he said he worked on this stuff like reverse engineering it which kind of ties into the whole patent thing which makes him seem less fucking crazy but like i don't know they he hide seems... something like that pardon so wait was well, he would... was he wording it as if it was aliens or was he wording it though as if it was something that we made and he was reverse engineering or does it not so... actually specify so on my research of him in general came down to he never he never came out and said there's aliens as far as i've read on him so i might i might be wrong okay. trust me on that I was say right um, here it says he claims he examined an alien craft that ran on antimatter yes that's mm. what i was just about to say is um apparently he had like some extreme tech but i i think i remember an interview where he was talking about saying like the U.S. government has such advanced technology that they just don't release out for uh, security reasons. But I do remember him talking about this, like, metal core that was, like, antimatter reactor, I guess, is the best way to describe it. And that was the thing that he was working on to reverse engineer it since he was a uh, nuclear physicist. Okay. So it's funny. It says here that he claims that he had degrees from several colleges but those colleges have no records of him being a physicist Whoa, and that and that supposed places that he said he used to work he didn't and then in 1990 eek he was convicted for an involvement in a prostitution ring and again in 2006 for selling illegal chemicals yeah oh. um there was one place uh, that said that he did work there and he did have the proper documentation. Um, there, uh, what, where was the place that... Um, I want to say it's close to Area 51 because I think that's where he was living at the time. Um, right. But... So the question is, was he crazy fully? <laughs> or... Just partially. I, I honestly, I honestly because don't think he's crazy. I think it is possible. That he... It is possible to wipe out records like that. I mean, it's it's actually for the government. It would not be hard to do. No, um, it wouldn't. But at the same time, it... yeah. But but there was a nuclear facility, nuclear research lab that came out and did say that he did work there. And he did have all the credentials, and they even had photocopies of it from when he applied there. Oh, wow. Right? Really? Yeah, and they they proved that he did work there, and his friends and stuff that he knew from there, or colleagues or whatever you want to call them, said that he did work there. The thing is, though, is on his record, there was no evidence of him ever working there in the first place. So yeah. that's the difficult part. And I I... 
I honestly would believe him because he does seem like a sound guy besides the fact that it's just like there's this antimatter reactor. It's so if like, he wasn't saying the alien that. stuff, then he overall seems reasonable. So it's just kind of like what he's noting that sounds crazy then. Well, yeah, because all his records got wiped out uh, after he went on national television and spoke about it. That's his like what he said. But I don't know. I mean, he's an interesting guy. <laughs> no alien abductions though you know <laughs> he's not out here probing people <laughs> yeah i mean the u.s government actually does have their fingers in uh a lot of things with a sense of control um i actually i i did know two people that actually worked uh black ops type of stuff for the army and one of the things that they did is they actually would monitor the news and if something if if a reporter was saying something that they weren't supposed to, they actually did have direct lines to the media outlets and the new and the different TV channels, and they could just get a channel just to be wiped off the air immediately, you know, really? and put yeah. back on once things were fixed. Yeah, um, so that is something that the military actually does have the power to do. The concept of them actually wiping out records to somebody to discredit them. I mean, if hypothetically. Right. Say if hypothetically he was telling the truth, they could definitely do that to discredit him. But also, if hypothetically he was telling the truth that he does have those credentials, he did work there, but he's also crazy, and he's making up just that part of the story, they would have the ability to wipe the records just to discredit him of like so he doesn't start a fake conspiracy theory as well so then do you think that um, the charges against him are maybe also fake just to like it says here a a prostitution ring and selling illegal chemicals for fireworks i can imagine that the illegal chemicals was probably an actual charge for fireworks I, I... yeah i mean honestly that might be an actual charge because when you're talking about illegal chemicals, like that type of stuff is very easy to make and it's uh heavily restricted. It's heavily restricted. Um, but see, that's the things that I remember when I was a kid back in the 90s. I remember actually watching a PBS special where it had it was kind of like set up like a reality TV show type of thing where they yeah. had they put a whole bunch of chemists onto a farm and they would give them a goal each one of make a firework that will look like this and they had nothing other than just the random things in the farm so they actually showed them boiling down cow poop and then like pulling out different chemicals like digging and pulling out different things from the ground and stuff so that they could make these different fireworks that would be different colors and in certain formations um and this was something that was like you know before 9-11 was actually very readily available like people would do this type of stuff even though it was technically illegal. But, I mean, it was, you know, their terrorism wasn't really, people weren't that scared of it back then, so it wasn't really enforced quite as much. Well, and it wasn't um, a big issue. But, like, if you look at recently, you know, um, for example, selling fertilizer to farms, it's a big issue for the government now because uh, literally the uh, nitrate is heavily restricted because it's one of the main things in creating bombs you know i've actually i've i've done a lot of chemistry types of things with that stuff just because i was 
really curious growing up and a little bit of a pyro. Um, so, I mean, like, ne never anything malicious, but I did actually make a lot of different things, and uh, it's funny because a lot of the, the instructions to build this that type of stuff was just readily online without issue back then. Nowadays, you have to, like, boot up Tor Browser and go on the dark web for a lot of that shit. Um, but uh, I remember I was actually making a really strong smoke bomb, but whoever had written the directions decided to make a joke of it because the last step they put was to put it into a pan and put it on the stove and melt it down, right? Oh, no. Oh, that was a joke at the very end, apparently, because I did that and it immediately, all of it ignited. <laughs> and I was doing this while my mom was just on her way home from work and she comes home to a house <laughs> filled with smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She obviously had a great time with you uh, as a child. Oh, I was... And see, the thing is, I was never actually a bad kid, but a lot of people didn't uh, take me right, but just because the way that I had, I mean, I, I was a very, I wanted to know how everything worked, and I wanted to know how to make everything, like, from scratch. Actually, when I was, uh, I was either seven or eight years old, I took apart my VCR, my stereo, and something else, I don't remember, another object, and I combined them all together into one mechanism. Right no. now, it wasn't fully functional because the point what for me back then was I wanted to see how this all works and then I want to make something cool out of it. So it didn't really all function together properly, but it looked really cool with like all these spinning mechanisms and fun sparks shooting out. Kind of like think of like a fireworks did show. Actually, did it actually shoot sparks? Yes, <laughs> yes, but like. It wasn't like, you know, as in, like, I did something wrong. Like, I, I, like, I made these things grind together to actually kind of, like, so when you plug it in, it would look really cool. Kind of like a constant firework type of deal. Okay, gotcha. And I, I did it at home, and, you know, it worked perfectly fine. I thought it was neat. And then I brought it into show and tell. I plug it in, and it almost immediately burst into flames in the center of the classroom. <laughs> and I was kind of, you know, I was a little bit destroyed, you know, my little seven-year-old heart is like, oh, no, it's broken now. <laughs> but, you know, we evacuated that part of the school, and then I was <laughs> sent to the principal's office, and they wanted to get me expelled because they thought, they said that I was intentionally trying to burn the school down. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, oh, wow. I'm seven, trying to do electrical work. No, I'm just stupid, and I wanted to make something pretty, you know? That's just really the entirety of it. But, oh man. Anyway. My goodness. So, we've gone over uh, politicians, UFOs, and uh, Nazis masturbating people to death. Mm -hmm. um, I think this was overall... Quite a range today. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were all over the place. Mm -hmm. It's been fun, but it's about time that we sign off. I'm Mouse. I'm Gummy. I'm Rio. And I hope you guys have a good one. <laughs>